welcome. Two. Ah. Another. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I ruined it. Another. Another. Ah. Another's one it's word. It's one word. Let's try that again. Welcome. Two. Ah. Another. Oh, it, it's me who's messing it up. <laughs> welcome to the morning show. <laughs> Let's try one more time. Welcome to another edition of the D and D Morning Show. <laughs> it's a new intro we were working on. Clearly, Just we now. should have practiced it. Dorothy's like, let's do this. I'm like, mm. <laughs> Clearly, we needed a little bit more practice. Alright, so welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. Today we have. What are we doing talking about? Well, your fun fact. Fun fact. Your kombucha explosions. Kombucha explosions, and what else we have? We're talking about caffeine and coffee, and then we've got a recipe for you and a quote to end it off. It's going to be a great show. Mm -hmm. So kombucha. I unfortunately had another kombucha explosion. Now I think it's funny because, well, when, when, when it explodes on him, it's funny. <laughs> this has happened a number of times, but when we, you know, this is for we're traveling at the moment, and we bought this brand. Big ol' kombucha. <laughs> and I went to open it and it basically exploded everywhere. I tried to open it slowly, then I was like, I'll just open it fast and then pour it in the cups and I opened it fast and it everywhere. Kind of blew up. Everywhere. So. But let me tell a story. Oh boy. <laughs> these stories. It's a story of Drew when he was first making kombucha. He had all these like little jars in the cupboard. One night, Drew was out and I'm sitting there on the couch and the kombucha's behind me in the cupboard. And I hear this little sound. Tss, and I'm like, huh? What is that? It's like quiet. I'm reading on the couch. So it's very quiet. Then a few seconds later, I heard, tss. And I'm like, what is that? And then I just kept reading. And then I hear a third time. And I'm like, I gotta see what this is. So I go like searching everywhere to find this noise and I open the cupboard and the kombucha is like exploded all over the inside of the cupboard. All over. It's like leaking down. And it's then very dramatic. Just, no, I'm telling you. It was the probably truth. like a little bottle. No, he wasn't there so he doesn't know. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I turned this kombucha and I had to like clean it all up and there's this one gigantic bottle that's about to like explode. So I'm like, well, I can't like let it out in the house. So I take it outside and I like make sure it's like away from me and I turn like turn the lid so it goes that way all over me. <laughs> it was on my glasses. It was all over my shirt, in my hair. You were this way. How did it go this way? No idea. <laughs> that is a true story of Drew's explosive kombucha. So anyways, <laughs> to get to the point, we had another one explode. Well, this one exploded all over me, actually. But I just wanted to bring that up because it's funny. And because it's not, well, it's, it seems to be a normal occurrence. Yeah. But when you're making your own kombucha at home, these things happen. And I've been making it for years now, so it still happens. <laughs> Accidents still happen. <laughs> All right, so we want to talk about coffee today. We do. And well, why don't you share your thoughts on coffee with us, Dorothy? Oh, sure. Let's just put it all on me. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to be a big coffee drinker, actually. It all started in college, pretty much. And to stay up late studying, I would drink coffee. And then I got addicted to, the, to coffee. 
Then in my teaching, I didn't know at the time, I suppose I should mention, at the time I didn't know I was addicted to it. I was just, that's what I did. I drank coffee so I could stay up late and study. And then of course in the morning, if you gotta get to class, you're tired, so you drink more coffee. And then it wasn't really until I was into my teaching career that I really noticed it being a problem for me. So in my, in, I started teaching and of course same kind of thing. I was drinking coffee in the morning to have my get up and go. But then I was noticing in the afternoons these big headaches, cra energy crashes, and it just wasn't working out for me anymore. And then that's when I started trying to eliminate coffee from my diet and I really realized how difficult it was and how dependent I was on that, on this caffeine. And I didn't like that idea. I didn't like the idea that I was depending on caffeine for my energy source. So then I started trying to eliminate it and it took me probably a year to actually be like caffeine or coffee, I should say, because I still drink teas and stuff with a little bit of caffeine in them. But uh, to be coffee free, it took me about a year. And do you feel better that you don't have a, I would say, like a external energy source that's kind of fueling your day, your energy levels? Mm -hmm. Well, I feel more in control, I guess, because I don't need or depend on a caffeine source. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. So many times that we rely on these things, like I would call them a crutch, for example. Mm -hmm. These things that we rely on, depend on to whatever, in this case, give us an energy boost. So we just feel, I feel, maybe I'll talk from my perspective <laughs> instead of we. I just feel that coffee is not the best source or the best quality type of energy boost. Now when we say caffeine, for example, there's, I'm talking about energy drinks, for example, mm. there's refined sugar, there's those synthetic types of flavors and colors. And that, a lot of that gets translated to coffee. So it's not just coffee alone. Mm. It's what you put in coffee. So there's those creamers, for example, that taste delicious but they're filled with toxins. They're one big toxin, toxic product, mm -hmm. right? Then we put in sugar, we put in maybe some, uh, what do you call like extra or fat? I don't know, the milk that you put in? Is the dairy? Oh, the cream. cream. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because once somebody told me, well, I only put in a little bit of, of dairy milk into my coffee, so it can't be that bad, right? But it's, that, that it's the fact that it was done repeatedly every single day. So then or multiple at, times a day. Or multiple times a day, right? You, a little bit here, a little bit there, then the next day a little bit more, a little bit more. So it all adds up. Mm -hmm. So even though at that time you're just putting in a little bit, but how many little bits are you putting it in? Right, calculate that over a week or a month and yeah. a year. Like it's absurd to mm -hmm. what that stuff we, we put in. And, and I was in the same boat. I went through a short time where I worked at a gym early mornings and worked late. I had long, long shifts, long days. And I was drinking coffee. I never drank coffee in my life. I just thought everyone used it to stay up or get up in the morning. I should do it too. And again, this was a number of years ago, but so I was putting this the creamer in my coffee. It tasted so good. Mm -hmm. And I would get these horrible headaches and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized after I took that creamer out, I, those headaches went away. Mm -hmm. So those, that was something that my body didn't react positively mm -hmm. with. And then the other thing was I didn't sleep. Yeah. I was drinking a handful of coffee coffee throughout the day I was just bored or I wanted to get up early and I was having these coffee these coffee cups of throughout the day and I couldn't sleep at night so 
that's something else we should consider if we have sleep issues. Mm -hmm. Coffee could be a reason why that's you're staying mm -hmm. up at night. Mm -hmm. I just thought of something while you were talking, when you were talking about how you used the side effect of getting the headaches. And one of my side effects after drinking coffee for so long, you know, throughout college and then the beginning of my teaching career, was I would shake. Like my hand would like shake when I drank caffeine. And that's when I realized that was one of my turning points. So I was like, whoa, what is going on here? So that's, that just made me think of that. Like yeah. a side effect. Right, those are, and those are clear signs of something we're putting in our body that we shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. So coffee unnaturally speeds our heart rate up. You can feel it sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. those of us that don't have coffee or, or caffeine on a regular basis, we actually shake. Like, we both shake mm. and it's very uncomfortable feeling like I feel like my whole insides are vibrating a bit. Sometimes I feel like my brain is buzzing. <laughs> like one time I had this really strong green tea, matcha I think it's called, and it has tons of caffeine in it and I felt like my brain was like buzzing. <laughs> uh, it was, I didn't like that feeling at all. Yeah, it's a very uncomfortable feeling yeah. if you're not used to it. Yeah. So the other, another one is, so if you get these types of side effects, and another one is, you know, we, if we have these types of side effects, we know that that's something we shouldn't be putting in our mm -hmm. body. Another one is people often say, I, I, I want to get off coffee. I need to cut back coffee. If you have that mindset or if you know you're putting a substance in your body that we should get off of, that's another clear reason that we're having too much of it or we shouldn't be having it at all. Mm -hmm. And another one is it's a dread. Right. So throughout the day, we do our best to hydrate our body. And most of us walk around dehydrated. So unfortunately, we have these sugary types of substances, like I want to say sugar, like pop, for example, yeah. or other Juice. juices, other energy drinks and coffee, for example, that this all, all takes water away from us, dehydrating us when, when our goal should be to stay hydrated throughout the day. Mm -hmm. The coffee is the side effects when you're trying to get off it. Mm -hmm. so, so you mentioned how you were getting off it and how you were addicted to coffee. Can you share with us what it was like to go with those, what do you call them, withdrawals? Yeah, for sure. So uh, one of the side effects I experienced was headaches, lots of headaches. So it was important for me to stay hydrated and look for more natural ways as opposed to, you know, going for a pill bottle <laughs> when I had a headache because that's just adding even more toxins. Right. The shakes, so not having that foreign substance in my body was, was giving me the shakes. That's kind of funny because I would have shakes, well, while on it. Or if mm. I have too much coffee now, but it's you know I think that's a, a clear sign when you're off it, mm -hmm. your body's like, what's doing it? I need yeah. more. Yeah, exactly. It's like that addiction. You can tell like you need that that type of caffeine in your body because mm -hmm. you're so used to it. And that's one one of the reasons I wasn't comfortable with having coffee anymore was because I'm like, why is my body doing this? My body shouldn't be shaking like this. Mm. Another uh, side effect was uh, that slump in the afternoon or even earlier in the day, but that low energy kind of slump. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a vicious cycle. Yeah. Because you wake up in the morning and you feel a little groggy, so you have a, a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. And then 10 o'clock comes around, you're feeling a little bit low. That's the, I guess that coffee wearing off or that, yeah. or that caffeine wearing off. Mm -hmm. So then you have another one. Yeah. So it seems like your day is always up and down with, mm -hmm. instead of having like sustainable energy and alive and vibrant yeah. throughout the whole day. Mm -hmm. The last one I just wanted to mention was fogginess, like brain fog. So yeah. you kind of wake up in a fog because you're used to that snap, I guess, that, that caffeine boost or snap. 
So I feel a little bit hungover? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You feel a little like you're walking, kind of feel like your mind isn't clear. Yeah, that's brain clarity. Yeah. So it probably makes a big difference when you're not on a substance mm -hmm. like that. So you kind of wake up a little bit differently. Oh, absolutely. You wake up and like now I wake up energized. I don't need anything to give me the energy. Right. So we talked about the negative aspects, I suppose we could say, of, of coffee. But we never really touched on how to get off of it or how to wean it out of our diets. Right. You want to start off? I, I will. I will touch on this. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> he talked way too much anyway. Whoopsies. <laughs> so for me, I tried the, when I first was, was eliminating coffee, I tried the, how do you call it again? The cold turkey. Cold turkey. I was thinking of a chicken in my head. Ooh. And I knew that chicken wasn't the right way to say it. <laughs> I tried the cold turkey way. Just like done. Not having it anymore. But then what was happening was I was always reverting back to it because it was an addiction, right? So I'd say, no coffee. And then for a couple of days it would go quite well. But then I would just smell a cup of coffee and be like, oh well, one won't hurt. I'll just have one today and I'll get back on it tomorrow. So then I'd have just one coffee, I'd be on it again for like a couple of weeks or another month. Then I'd have to just start all over. But, and the same thing was happening over and over and over. But what made it really sustainable was when I slowly weaned off. So for example, I was having two cups a day, sometimes maybe three cups a day. So I made sure I was having only two cups a day. And then after that, only one cup a day. And then after that, a half a cup a day until I could have nothing. Yeah, and that's the best way to go about it. I think people usually say, I'm an all or nothing type of person. And then those are the people that have difficulty sticking with their exercise program. They mm -hmm. have difficulty cutting coffee out, for example. Yeah. Instead of taking slow, sustainable steps that doesn't sound fantastic because we're like, slow, it's going to take me forever. But by doing that, like you've been coffee free for... Years. I don't even know how many years. No. So it took, and it took you about a year to do it that yeah. way. So, but by taking those sustainable steps and cutting one out, so you could cut, if you have five cups of coffee a day, Whoa. <laughs> or not a day, five cups a week or one, one a day, take one out. So have four, try four mm -hmm. cups in a week. Or if you have three cups in a day, try to have two. Yeah. And make small steps instead of being like, well, I'm not going to have that anymore ever again. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what took so long yeah. because I was slowly cutting back over time. Something else you can do is add tea, for example. Oh, yeah. Like substitute your tea. So have a couple extra uh, cups of green tea, maybe, for example, which or black tea has more caffeine in it. Let's say it's a better type of caffeine. So you could try black tea, you could try green tea to substitute, substitute with that coffee. Mm -hmm. But instead of cutting the coffee out completely, add things instead of feeling like. Because then we, you know, we're used to a warm cup of yeah. something in the morning, cup of coffee. So substitute that and just instead of saying, oh, I'm not going to have anything now. Yeah, definitely helps. So, alright, what we got next? We got a recipe? We have a recipe! Now I remember what it was. Oh, we're going to talk about making your own veggie broth. Alright. Super easy! We actually got the idea from one of our um, membership. Yeah, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Let us know about that. Now yeah. we make it all the time. Now we make it all the time. We <laughs> never buy veggie broth anymore. It's so cool. All you do is you save your scraps, your veggie scraps. Uh, sweet potato peelings, mushrooms, 
like the when you peel your mushrooms or have mushroom stubs. What else do we say? Onions, Onions garlic. celery, garlic, broccoli, like anything. All of these scraps that you normally throw in the compost, you keep them in a plastic bag in your freezer. So you keep collecting them. <laughs> Once you have a full bag, you throw it in your crock pot with water. You just let it brew like for a few hours. And all, then, all day. Oh, well, all day, yeah. But then you strain out the scraps and the, reserve the liquid. Make sure there's a bowl under it. <laughs> <laughs> so put the strainer and a bowl in the sink, drain out your scraps, and you have a delicious homemade veggie broth. Yeah, so you can add spices to that as well. You can add your salt oh, yeah. and pepper yeah. or whatever whatever other spices. But Himalayan that's your, salt. Himalayan salt. <laughs> but that's your stock. Like That's your veggie broth. So you can save that, you can freeze it, or you can make soup that same day and it's, it's unreal. It's so good. And it's so cheap. Well, yeah. You, you're, usually we throw that stuff out anyways. Yeah. We throw ours to the chickens. Yeah. So instead of throwing it to the chickens, we cook that broth first, then get rid of it. Yeah, the then chicken. the chickens get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a great way to save money and, and make your own. A lot of those veggie broths have types of toxins in them. Mm -hmm. Preservatives, mm -hmm. additives that we don't want to put in our body. Mm -hmm. So clean, healthy way to create your own. Yeah. You want to end off with a quote? What's our quote? What you got for us? I've got every day, every hour, every minute, and every second is a chance to become a better you. Very nice. You want some music? Yeah, I wanted a little like... Da -na -na. <laughs> oh, not that kind of music. No? I don't know, he has to work on the sound effects. <laughs> Joey always gives me a hard time about my sound. sound. Nice sound. <laughs> Alright guys, we'll end it off on there. Thanks so much for checking out another show. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, we'll see you next one.